competition. We played a game and then we won it. I kicked it through everyone's legs. Oh, nice, yeah. The kids edition. With Max Becker and Ellie Blackburn. Yes, that's right. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. It's been a huge weekend in football, a special Big Freeze Fight M&D edition of the Kids Edition this week. My name's Max Becker. Tex Walker kicked 10 in a blockbuster against a huge win for the Crows against the Eagles. Jack Rewalt climbs to equal with Kevin Bartlett on, Bartlett on the all-time goals list with 778 goals. And the legend of Hawthorne and the aura of the Hawthorne Football Club continues as they beat Brisbane at the MCG. Joining me at on this beautiful Sunday morning in Melbourne is Western Bulldogs AFLW superstar after a busy week, Ali Blackburn. Ellie, it's great to see you this morning. Good morning, Max. It is good to be here. It is a gorgeous day outside already to start off with. And, yeah, very excited to sort of have a review of the footy so far this weekend. A couple of upsets in there, a couple of big moments. And, oh, there's uh, plenty to, to have a chat about. So any kids out there, if you're... If your favourite players kicked it, you know, you'd love Tex Walker and he's kicked 10 goals, give us a call and have a chat to us about it. Or if you're a Port fan and loving the 10 in a row wins, give us a call. Or you can even have a chat to us about your footy. How's that going at the moment? Sort of being around the middle mark of the season. You can tell us if you've kicked a couple of goals this year or if your team's on top of the ladder. And you can give us a call on one 736 736 and have a chat to us, Max, about footy or whatever sport it is that you want to have a chat to about. Yeah, Ali, I've been talking about during the week a bit, the best team song in the AFL. Ooh. So I want to know your thoughts, one 736 736 on what the best you think, kids, is the best team song in the AFL. I think it's the Richmond song because it hypes everyone up and it can get um, everyone involved. Most kids like the GWS song because it's, you know, yeah, kind yeah. of punchy and things like that. So one three hundred seven three six seven three six. We want to know what you think is the best team song in the AFL. What do you think, Ali? Yeah, it's a really good question. I uh, I actually do think Richmond is is pretty good. The whole yellow and black yep. part of the song gets yep. gets the crowd right into it. But for me, since the the grand final that um, Giants played in and the memes that sort of came along with with their team song, that took off, and I was loving it, sick, and I thought it was great. So I'm a, I'm a, a pardon the pun, a, a big, big fan of the Giants song. So, uh, yeah, that for me. Now, Thursday Night Footy's back, Ali, and it's great to see kids loving the Thursday Night Footy. Obviously, you get a whole weekend of footy. It's like three or four days of footy, and for a big freeze fight M&D week, um, Big Freeze 9, as um, you've got a beanie on in here this morning. You can grab a beanie from Coles, I believe. It is great cause for Neil Danaher and Beck Danaher at Big Freeze Fight M&D. We're trying to raise, I believe, $5 million um, this year, and they're well on their way to that already. But it was St Kilda in Sydney, and it was a slow and a defensive first quarter from the Saints that eventuated in the Saints, gaining momentum and surging home in the last. Ollie Florent had... 34 disposals, Brad Crouch, 33 touches. Max King, 11 goals in the last three games. He kicked three goals. Papley with two goals. And the Saints get it done by 14. Yeah, it was a, you know, in the grand scheme of the season, it was a really big win for St Kilda. And, and obviously Sydney will be really disappointed with that loss. They had it at home. And, and for parts of the game, they really had it on the, their terms, sort of. That first quarter was a bit of a stalemate, but then throughout it, they, they got some really good momentum throughout the second and third terms. And 
and his Saints just clawed their way back. Got some nice little moments happening and, and Max King and, and Jack Higgins in the final term sort of kicking a couple of goals to seal the deal for the Saints in Buddy Franklin's 350th game and he was able to kick a couple of goals himself. I mean, what a player Buddy is. He's a incredible superstar and, and how lucky are we to be able to witness this man be able to play footy, Max. He was absolutely loving it, Buddy Franklin, in his 350th game. Unfortunately, they couldn't get the win, but the Saints, it puts them almost pretty much a game or two um, clear inside that top eight. What does that mean for them in the back half of this season? Yeah, no, I mean, when you sort of hit the middle mark of the season, Max, you obviously you want to be in that top eight, but you want to be somewhat comfortable in that top eight and, and not stressing too much too early on so you can build some momentum off it. It's not to say that your you know spots not up for grabs or anything like that, but you know they they can they, well they've got a tough game next week against Richmond at the G, who are in some form at the moment, um, and then they've got Brisbane as well. So to have those couple of games sort of in a row is really helpful for them, and then they obviously fly across west uh, for West Coast. So you know they they've got a a tough couple of games coming up. So to have a couple of games inside the top eight. Um, in the, in terms of their positioning, uh, I think is you know a position they'd like to be in at the moment. The Western Bulldogs and Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide by 22 points at Marvel Stadium. Charlie Dixon, four goals. Cody Waitman with three goals. And the power go to 10 wins in a row with Ken Hinckley. Oh, they, <laughs> they're incredible to watch. It is so impressive uh, what they've been able to do over the last 10 weeks, Port Adelaide. Dixon got off to an absolute flying start in the game and and just felt like he was going to tear it apart. I mean, it was a it was a great contest in the middle of the ground, wasn't it? As well, the two midfield lineups going head to head, Butters and Libertore. That was a great contest watching that um, come to fruition, and there was plenty of goals kicked as well. And it was just yeah, it was a really good contest, and obviously Port were able to run away with it in the end, and uh, you know securing 10 wins. And I think they've got the best streak at Marvel as well at the moment. Yeah, I think, I think that goes to an eight-win streak, I do believe. Eight or nine-win streak. At Marvel. And, and considering the teams that get Marvel as a home <laughs> game each week, I mean, that's impressive for an interstate team to have that, um, particularly in Port Adelaide. So well done to them. And, and I'm, I'm really loving the animation of Ken Hinckley on the bench. I think it's great for footy when coaches get right into it. And, you know, obviously there's a line that's drawn and, and stuff like that when it comes to it, but it's so fun to watch. Um, and it's, uh, you know, great for the Port Adelaide fans, Max. Now, the upset of the week, Hawthorne and Brisbane. Hawthorne by 25 points at the MCG. James Sicily with 32 disposals. Warple with 30. Mitch Lewis was huge for the Hawks with four goals and Eric Hipwood with four goals as well for the Lions. But the Hawks hit a thriller at the G Alley. It was amazing footy to watch if you're Sam Mitchell. Oh, you'd be so pumped as a Hawthorne supporter at the moment. You know, you over the last few weeks... <laughs> I think it's three out of the last four they've won. They've had sort of some big wins and obviously a, a decent loss in there as well. But they've played some pretty good footy at the moment and... Uh, you know, absolute credit to what Sam Mitchell's doing with this group. What a performance it was. It was sort of early in the last quarter and I was like, oh, Brisbane might etch their way back here. But yep. all of them were persistent and, and they kept fighting back and, you know, through the likes of Sicily, really enjoyed the way he sort of goes about it as a halfback flanker and the, his ability to read the flight of the footy and just stop so many goals 
um, is is absolutely incredible. And you've got Lewis up the other end and then, you know, the likes of Will Day rolling around through the midfield. I think there's really promising signs for uh, the Hawks supporters moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. If you're a Hawthorne mad fan and have been loving what you see, or if you're looking forward to the big freeze tomorrow on the King in the King's birthday clash between the Pies and the D's, give us a call on 1300 736 736. We want to know... All your thoughts this morning, or if you're on your way to footy, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Adelaide and West Coast. Adelaide in a huge win um, for the club. Rory Laird, thirty four touches. John Dawson, thirty two disposals. Tex Walker, ten goals, and Isaac Rankine with three goals. Tex kicks ten, and the Eagles suffer and endure more pain. Yeah, it's almost the same story every week for the it Eagles is. at the it moment, really is. isn't it? So what a story for Tex. But Tex Walker, I mean, that's, you know, 250th game, a real big milestone. And, and we know what a prominent figure he is around the Adelaide Footy Club. And, and for him to to kick 10 goals was absolutely huge for that football club and himself. He got off to an absolute flying start and, and was able to keep sort of reeling him in and, and being able to kick some goals throughout the entire course of the game. And, and just the way the players got around him and, and the crowd went wild um, as as it should when a player kicks ten goals, we don't Absolutely. see it. We don't really see it that often, and um, you know it's it's such a fun part of footy when when players are kicking bags of goals like that. And uh, what an incredible milestone um, and an incredible performance by by the big Tex. Fremantle and Richmond. Richmond ended up winning by fifteen, not without a fight though from Fremantle and Optus Stadium throughout the last quarter. They challenged the Tigers in the dying stages of the game, but Richmond kicked a ceiling goal to win. And Jack Rewalt climbs to equal with Kevin Bartlett with 778 goals for his career. Jai Amos for the for the Dockers kicked four goals and Jaden Short had three goals. Uh, but it was really Tim Taranto and Shea Bolton who stole the show with 35 and 33 disposals. How good's Tim Taranto been he's over been the last really month? really consistent, hasn't he? Oh, particularly over the last month of footy, he's mm-hmm. he's been phenomenal. He's really stepped up and... and you know, found his place and, and really playing some really good consistent footy and contributing really well to these Richmond wins. Again, another upset. No, I reckon most people would have tipped uh, Frio to have won this game, particularly mm-hmm. over at Optus Stadium. But, you know, Richmond have that really fighting spirit that we've come to see and, and, and know from them. And, you know, what a contest that was. But, yeah, geez, I, it was impressive that they got the win, but a couple of great goals. I mean, how good was Nat Fife's goal oh, throughout the game as yeah. well from the pocket? He's um, what a phenomenal player he is. So it was a great contest over there and a, a big, big win for the Tigers. Yeah, absolutely. And that's Andrew McWalter's uh, second win as head coach um, of the Tigers. And he takes his record to two and one as head coach uh, in the last three weeks. It seems like they've got a new clear message. The Tigers of playing surge football, which is, um, such a simple and effective way of playing the game, um, as we've seen in the best teams over the last few years. Yeah, and and, and that's a Richmond way. We we know we know how they play, and and everyone knows sort of the the style that Richmond plays. Do you think it was mixed messages in the first half of this season? Because they're seeming to be playing in the last three weeks a lot better and consistent football over the width of the ground. Oh, I think they've had some changes in their team. Yep. And and so it's just adjusting to that and, yep. and the level of the competition around them. I think everyone else is improving and, um, you know, trying different things and particularly against them, trying to find ways to defend them. 
And so you, when they get a roll on though, when, and when they play their style of footy, it's, it's, you know exactly what's happening, but sometimes Absolutely, it's just yeah. so hard to stop. <laughs> I mean, there's been games where I've been part of Max and you know exactly what you almost need to do to stop the opposition, but because they're doing what they do so well, mm-hmm. it's really hard to stop them in those moments. And, mm-hmm. and that's sort of what Richmond can be like with their surge footy and, and that style of game that they play. Um, they leave themselves open to be scored against, but geez, they can score extremely well. Uh, from what they do and and yeah what a what a great win it was for the Tigers yeah absolutely a huge win for the Tigers over at Optus Stadium if you want to win yourself a signed footy by one of your favorite players give us a call on 1300 736 736 if you want to talk about your favorite player your favorite team Tex Walker key 10 goals for if you're in Adelaide or if you're an Adelaide or football fan in general or if you're you're on your way to footy and you think you're going to kick 10 goals like Tex Walker today. Give us a call on one 736 736 We'll take a quick break here on the Kids Edition and be right back after this. The Kids Edition. We played a game and then we won it. I kicked it for everyone's legs. Oh, nice. The Kids Edition. With Max Becker and Ellie Blackburn. Yeah, that's right. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. It's a huge week. In the big freeze, fight MND and a huge week for the Essendon Football Club with a clash against Carlton tonight at the MCG. I caught up with Jake Kelly to have a chat. Um, obviously, in conjunction with the medical staff at the club, um, mm. I'll just make a decision about when I'm ready to play again. Seeing yeah. a few specialists at the moment, um, just doing some rehab for my for my head. So um, I'm feeling really good, but um, I, I, um, it could be... Yeah, a few weeks. Um, it could be shorter than that. So um, it's very much a week-by-week week proposition. Lucky that I did do this, that I understood if I didn't... If I didn't become professional and, and more professional than who, who I was competing against, then I was probably going to be left behind because I just didn't have the skill level uh, uh, probably of other people in my draft year mm-hmm. um, and didn't didn't have the skill level to, to be putting my head up to be drafted. So... So he came up to me at training and said, mate, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to drop you this week. <laughs> like, he, he genuinely apologized to me. I'm like, mate, that yeah. is more than okay because yeah. you should have dropped me four weeks ago. So, um, yeah, um, I hadn't cried much up until that point, I don't think, in my life. But I remember being in tears at a few times during that week. Wow. Uh, mate, I reckon Archie Perkins in for a big game, um, yeah. little Archie. So, um Great kid, so I reckon he'll he'll kick a kick a lot of goals and help himself with twenty odd touches. So um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Jake Kelly from the Essendon Football Club on his return to football following a concussion incident um, a number of weeks back. If you want to catch the full chat of that, that was a little preview. You can check out Jake Kelly on Sporting Max now wherever you get your podcasts on Apple Podcasts uh, and Spotify on it. And a lot more. Jake Kelly, an awesome footballer. It was great to chat with him, um, obviously, coming back. He says there's a lot of different things um, he has to do to get over concussion, and he's not sure how many weeks um, it's going to take him to return to football. Ali, but big freeze tomorrow. It's a massive match, not only on the field, but off the field too, um, as we fight M&D um, alongside Neil Danaher. Um, you would have heard that audio during the break um, of some of our greatest callers here at SEN and AFL Nation, um, being a part of the fight with Neil. But our Big Freeze sliders, we've got nine of them for Big Freeze 9. Yep. Mick Fanning, Taylor Harris, Abby Jelmy, Jason Dunstall, Eric Banner, Tony Shaw, 
Michelle Payne, what a star. Aaron Finch and Sean Burgoyne. So some huge names in amongst that mix. Ali, who are you most looking forward to see go down the slide? Oh, um, all of them, to be honest. What a what a great group of people that Neil and the team have been able to to pull together for the big free slide. And I mean, what incredible work they do. And it's I, I love this time of year in, in winter in Melbourne. And I, I assume across the, the country as well, they're selling the beanies and, and it's just a sea of blue, like across Everywhere the streets. You walk, yeah. Everywhere, everyone's wearing it. I was driving in the car this morning, coming in here and sort of just look at the guy next to me. He's got the same beanie on <laughs> and it was, it's great to see. Um, and it's incredible the work they do. So give us a call on one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 You can tell us which slider you're most excited to see going down the slide. I mean, obviously, um, to, to see Taylor Harris go down there, I'm, I'm really excited to to see what she dresses up as. And, Do you think um, she'll have boxing gear on? Or? Oh, who knows? It'd, it'd be a, a good plug to be able to do that. But <laughs> I reckon she might be creative with her thinking and, and do something funny or, I don't know, we'll, we'll wait and see uh, with that one. And, and obviously, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Michelle Payne. I, th- I think she's incredible for what she's done for women in sport. Uh, so I'm excited to see how she'll go going down a slide, but obviously Mick Fanning as well. So going mm. down a slide, sort of surfing-esque and, and going into the cold. He's used to that stuff. So uh, I think he'll be great. Sort Have of. you got a favourite slider of all time or oh. specific slider? Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a really tough one to remember. I mean, I love Nick Rewalt going down. That's my favourite one. As Freddie. To be I, honest I, with you. And the whole dance he did before. Yeah. That, that was, was my favourite one. Yeah, that Bruce was really cool. Freddie Mercury. Um, it was Daisy Pierce's Bluey. She was really good. Yeah. That was a couple of years ago. Yeah, that was good. Gil went down as Meatloaf yeah. <laughs> a couple of years back. That was funny. Uh, yeah, there's there's definitely been some amazing uh, kits over the years. And, yeah, I've really enjoyed sort of watching how it's come about and, and, and the growth within it all as well. And there's so much to do in that space. I mean... At my my sister's local footy club, they they had a a big freeze slide event uh, on Thursday night, and they had a couple of the uh, the guys from AFL go down, and a couple of netballers were there as well, uh, and and they had a, a big slide as well going down that. And my sister went down, and I think it's great that they it's it's now brought into so many local community footy clubs where yeah. they're doing events like this, and it's all because of the work they're doing in the background of 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 the fight MND and, and it's incredible, um, you know, to, to have the, the representation on King's birthday in, in such a huge game with two mm. big powerhouse clubs in, mm. in Victoria and in, in Melbourne and Collingwood who mind you are both in like great shape as well. So, <laughs> I mean, what it, the game itself is going to be an incredible contest, but uh, the cause behind it is, is much more powerful. Absolutely. If you've got your own big freeze fight MND beanie, or you're loving the whole weekend of football so far and are excited, tell us who your favourite slider is of all time or who you're most looking forward to seeing tomorrow. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Give us a call, Ali, and tell us who your favourite slider is. If you're on the way to footy, what's your, I want to know what your record number of goals in a footy game is, not only in the <laughs> AFLW, but across your whole junior career too. Uh, I think in an AFLW game, I've... Being able to string together three goals of footy, um, three goals of footy, three goals in a game. Um, I, I, out of junior footy, I, look, to be honest, I'm not too sure. I, 
sort of five, ten. Yeah, I, I, I sh- maybe strung together some some big goal <laughs> games. I just I, I have no idea to be honest. I, <laughs> I can't really remember that much um, about it all. But yeah, goal kicking isn't necessarily my strong suit in a game of footy. I think I've kicked double the amount of behinds as what I had goals. So. The people are going to come for me soon about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's probably an area of the game need to work on. But, yeah, I think three in an AFLW game, I think it happened maybe against Carlton um, year one, I reckon it happened. So I reckon that was my, my milestone, Max. What about you? Four goals. Four. But Dang. the goal on Pyre will say it was three. <laughs> it- because because the po- the the padding on the post was hanging about a metre off. The whole padding of the post was completely flown off. It was a windy day. I socketed it off the ground for my third or fourth goal. And it's edged the padding of the post a metre off the goal. And the goal umpire has gone, no, that's a behind, mate. It's the goal umpire from the other team too. So I'm like, yeah, thank you, mate. Uh, so... So it's not four, it's three. So it's hit, not the padding. It's four, hit the padding. It hit, well, so the padding, it's the padding was a metre off. So then it's the only goal. three, Max. So don't give yourself an extra goal. If it's, <laughs> if it's not in the record as, as four goals, it's, it's, it's three. I was at my little brother's footy yesterday morning, though, and a couple of the boys, they're like eight or nine, they go, I bet you can't kick a goal <laughs> from the right point post right directly on the point post and snap it into the goals. Yep. I said, all right. I said, I'll, I'll bet you I can. <laughs> and, I, and they said, how much do you want to bet on it? <laughs> I said, no, I said nothing, mate. And they, and so I said, you go first. I said, you have a kick first. They kicked it, went straight in off, off the point, around the point post. And I'm thinking, oh, no. I think I've really got to kick this now. You do. I've got to make this count. And so I've lined up my shop. Throwing some grass up in the air. It's pre-game. <laughs> this is like my big moment to shine. Were you kicking with the wind? Was it behind you? I was coming at me face. Coming at you, yeah. Coming yep, at me. Right. So I know I had to get a bit more on the distance yep. of the kick, right? So I've just booted it as hard as I can into the wind and it just bent around and in and a couple of boys gave the little Eddie Bet celebrations. I'm yep. like, yeah, get them pumped up for uh, for a big game on Saturday. But it was a great game of footy um, to watch and – if you're on the way to footy and you love kicking goals from the boundary yeah. and you're loving everything, kicking goals, marking the footy like Nick Rewald or Max King or Tex Walker who kicked 10 on the weekend, yes. give us a call on 1300 736 736. Have you ever kicked any, obviously last year, the cold killer? Yeah. They called you <laughs> one step from 40 metres out. What was? Can you take us through those moments, Ali, and what that was like to secure the dogs in the finals? Oh, yeah, the, that was um, a pretty special goal against Carlton. It was probably one of my more favourite goals I've, I've kicked in my career. So, yeah, it was uh, we will down and we needed a goal to get up and we needed to win the game to make finals. Otherwise, we are waiting until, I think, Sunday afternoon to see what the results were for the rest of the weekend. If, wow. if we were going to make finals and, uh, you know, we needed to secure that spot early on and sort of just went in with the mindset of, just need to kick a goal here, so just go do that. And I uh, was able to come to fruition and able to kick a goal. And, uh, yeah, it was, was pretty 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 nice, to be honest with you, <laughs> Max. And the whole group got around me and we were able to hold on. So, yeah, that was a, a pretty memorable moment. So any kids out there, if you've got some of those memorable goals uh, that you've kicked, you can give us a call on 1300 736 736 and we can have a chat to you right after this break. 
competition. We played a game and then we won it. I kicked it for everyone's legs. Oh, nice, yeah. edition. With Max Becker and Ellie Blackburn. Yes, that's right. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. It's time for Local Legends Live. Eight points. Eight points. So you uh, kick one goal, two, just in behind. You jump in and yeah. I got a goal. And anywhere for you, I'll see you with the good. Hey! With Skinhead and Chip. Local Legends. Local Legends. Yes, Local Legends, we're here in Bell Park for the Bell Park Dragons with Pat. Pat, it's a big game for you guys today. How are you feeling about it? A um, little bit nervous coming into the game. We've lost the last three games. Hope we can get a win today, though. Yeah, absolutely. What's your What position do you play? Um, at the moment, coach play me on the half back or up on the wing. And who are you playing against in the in the big game today? So you've had three losses and looking for a win. Who are you? Who's the competition uh, against? We're versing Grovedale today at home. Ooh, at home. How do you reckon you're going to go against them? I'm hoping to get a win. Their scores have been about the same or even worse than us. Um, so hoping that we can pull through for a win today. And what do you love most about sort of playing footy and your role across the half-back flank and wing? Um, I love being able to use my speed and I love um, trying to get in there and get in the hits and working up my physical. Yeah, absolutely. Who do you go for in the footy? I uh, go for Richmond at the moment. For Richmond, oh, you would have loved their win last night, wouldn't you? Yeah, that was a good turn on the last quarter. So up and about and ready for your game. Are you inspired by it? Who's your favourite player for the Tigers? Uh, Liam Baker. Oh, what do you love most about Liam Baker? I just love his um, intensity and how much he runs through, follows up, and um, how much courage he has. Is that something you try and implement in your game as much as possible? Well, yeah, today I'm going to try and do that. But most games, yeah, I try to be follow up and run as much as I can. Yeah. Lovely. What do you think's your best attribute or best thing you do out on the field? Uh, I think it has to be my running with the ball down the wing when I get a ball and can take a run down the wing. Do you get to take a bounce when you do it? Yeah, one or two bounces every time. Do you end up kicking a goal on the end of some of those long runs? Uh, no, but I sometimes set one up, but never scored a goal in any of those ones. <sighs> well, maybe that's an, the Today next the day against we, can, we can kick a goal, yeah, one of those long ones. Have you kicked many goals in your time? Um, well, not in the, not this year, but um, in under nines, I kicked a lot. Oh, I kicked a lot in under nines. Did you have any good celebrations? Um, not that I can remember. I think they were just the high fives and pats on the back from teammates. Yeah, yeah. nice. How yeah. long have you been playing footy for? Uh, since 2019. Oh, wonderful. So a handful of years now. So you're almost a veteran of the team. So yeah. what is it? What is the big focus for the team? What do you guys talk about when you're about to play a game? Um, our coach really loves us to follow up. And um, he loves, um, he wants the second effort following up, come through and use the numbers to the ball. Yeah, absolutely. Pat, thanks so much for joining us today on the Kids Edition and best of luck against Grovedale today. Thanks, Max. See ya. Pat there for local legends. It's uh, great to chat to kids who uh, have a game today and they love their footy, love running off half back, taking a couple of bounces and 
using their speed to propel the ball through the forward 50. Yeah, he wasn't too phased about kicking goals, Max. No. Which, you know, is is normally the opposite end. He's, I think it's a great attribute to have, though, if you're a kid I and you agree. love sharing the ball with your teammates. And I agree. We're talking about setting, <laughs> setting, the, setting the goals up and, uh, you know... Being one of those team players, hey, every team needs him, Max. So that's great to hear from Patton. I love that, you know, the the way the, the coach's messages, you know, follow up and, and things like that. And obviously it sounds like he really enjoys his footy and he's got a, a tough competition today. So any kids out there that have got a tough game coming up or want to have a chat to us about how they play a team role and not just kick goals, um, give us a call on 1300 736 736. Yeah, absolutely. We'll take a quick break here on the Kids Edition and be right back after this. The Kids Edition. We played a game and then we won it. I kicked it for everyone's legs. Oh, nice. Yeah. The Kids Edition. With Max Becker and Ellie Blackburn. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. Ali, I want to have a chat with you about what music you listen to um, before a game. Is it a wide variety of genres and different types you listen to or... Is it very focused and set routine? Yeah, my pregame is is quite interesting um, in terms of the music space. Outside of that, not interesting at all. Um, so for me, I I don't put myself in one particular decade or one particular genre. I would say I listen to, and, and probably a lot of the kids out there would have no idea who Frank Sinatra is, and <laughs> and you're probably looking at me like, who is that? <laughs> um, I love listening to his music um, and that old style of, of music, a um, bit of Michael Bublé in, in that mix as well. Really random that that for me is a pump-up song because I think it more so gets me in like a happy place. Like I really enjoy listening to that music. So it g- puts me in a good mood. That's probably where that leads into. And then I probably lead into a bit of uh, Taylor Swift. I'm a, um, I, I will admit I'm a bit of a Swifty Max. I absolutely love it. <laughs> I am, she's on tour at the moment, Taylor and, um, I'm watching all the videos from all her concerts, so I can't wait for her to come to Australia. Uh, Front row seats for you. Oh, she's going to announce a, a concert down here first. Uh, but, yeah, I've, I was sort of thinking about sort of the seats I want to sit in and um, I'm ready to sort of spend some money on that. <laughs> ready to pounce. Uh, so hopefully I can get good seats for that. They'll sell out like that. Um, she's a, a pretty popular person. And um, so I've been, yeah, belting out a bit of, Bit of Taylor Swift, um, and then I'll probably like randomly mix through like Love Do a Leaper as well, and then um, you know maybe just some like upbeat bangers or such. So yeah, <laughs> listen to maybe like a you know the. the Is there someone who brings like a big like stereo or yeah. big like speaker to training and just pumps the tunes? Yeah, we've we've got a, a massive speaker that is just out of control. Uh, it's so big and loud that. Like you're on the other side of the ground and it's blaring and every so often we have to yell out to someone to turn it down so we can listen to what the coaches are saying at training. <laughs> uh, otherwise it gets a bit distracting in, in that space and it's got sort of buttons on it that make like ridiculous noises. So it sounds like you're at a bit of a party for about five minutes. So mm-hmm. uh, when when that goes off. So, yeah, the the loudspeakers in the, are definitely um, on at training and in the gym and, and, and things like that. So... Can, I don't n- normally get my way with the music side of things though, Max. So I'm, I'm normally pushed to the side and it's either the girls that love country music, they mm-hmm. they get their way for a night every month and then the rest is just the usual suspects who 
want to put on their music every every training session. So it's very hard for me to get in um, and play the songs I want to listen to. So I just chuck headphones in or um, just deal with it or sing. And that <laughs> annoys people more so because I am tone deaf, Max. So what about you? What What's your sort of go-to song? And any kids out there, you can give us a call on one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Tell us what pumps you up for a game of footy. I don't have a go-to song like if I like before an event or a show or something yep. like that. I'll probably I might put on like a bit of Michael Jackson or something if I'm getting ready, like like fast-paced, tempo tunes, like just to like get get me hyped yep. up and it gets me in the mood <laughs> and zone of like thinking quick and on my toes and things like that. Yep. So um, that's probably more so the kind of thing I'll probably listen to before like an event or a show or anything like that. But I'll give a quick score update for anyone who's interested uh, in the cricket. I've been loving it these last three or four days. I've had exams at school and uh, I've been loving coming home and watching the cricket from seven till about one o'clock in the morning. Kids, if you've got school on Tuesday, please don't do that. You've had um, exams at the moment. On day five. Two, Max. So I have, but I've been... Not a lot of studying happening, happening a lot, in between? There's been a lot of studying in between exams, but when I get home and it's 7.30 at night, it's, uh, cricket. it's cricket time. When Dave <laughs> Warner's batting, he had 43 runs in the first innings. Manus had 26, but was bowled out by... Uh, Muhammad Shami in the first inning. Steve Smith had 121 off 268 balls in that first innings. And Travis Head, the mystery and how he does it. He doesn't care who the bowler is. He just attacks them and goes at them. He had 163 off 174, continuing his strike rate of about 80 or 90. India didn't really have anyone who got near 100, apart from Ajinkya Rahane um, with 89 runs and a couple of great wickets for Captain Pat Cummins. And six wick, oh sorry, not six wickets, uh, three <laughs> wickets for Cummins and two wickets for Scotty Bolan. And an amazing screamer catch from uh, Cam Greenwich. Go check it out on all the SEN socials and everywhere. It was an incredible catch from Pat Cummins. And second innings rounded out with Australia, leading by about 380 runs. But India at the moment, it stumps a three for 164. So Australia today on day five do need to get seven wickets to win the ICC World Ta- Championship final. And that's something I'm extremely yes. looking forward to. Uh, and then Another obviously the Ashes. A uh, bit of a late night, but also I'm, I'm trying to get me researched together because I've got an interview with uh, CEO of Cricket Australia, Kevin Roberts, coming up in the next few weeks after uh, the first Ashes test, which should uh, should be right. So I'm just comp- I'm using it to <laughs> compile my research and um, – so I've got a couple of questions um, about the World Test Championship final, but it's been great to watch, Ali, and it's um, one of the it's the grand final um, of cricket. It really is to see someone like Scott Boland, who's loving the pitches in England, yeah, um, is uh, great to watch. Yeah, absolutely, it is. It's a it's a, a big couple of months for sport in a, in the country, Max, and obviously the Women's World Cup. Yeah, we've we've got the Soccer World Cup coming up. Um, which is huge uh, in, in the next month or so, which I'm I'm so excited by. I mean, how good is it going to be to to have Sam Kerr playing around um, the country in in the coming months? I mean, it's it's going to be absolutely brilliant uh, for the country and 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 for soccer as well. Uh, and uh, and obviously in the lead up to sort of the back end of the AFL season and beginning of the AFLW season, I think we're heading near. Uh, the tail end towards the netball season as well, Max. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's plenty of plenty of sport going on in the country um, at the moment. So any kids out there that have got their junior f- footy on or junior netball or whatever sport you are playing at the moment, 
Uh, give us a call on 1300 736 736. And you can have a chat to us about sort of what your favourite thing is about playing sport, you know, it, what pre-game meals are you having to, to get you ready to go and, and what's pumping you up? You know, is it a, a, a cool song from whoever your favourite artist is that you love listening to uh, that's getting you ready for the game of footy? But you can give us a call on 1300 736 736 and we'll take a quick break here on the Kids Edition. The Kids Edition. We played a game and then we won it. I kicked it for everyone's leg. Oh, that's it. The Kids Edition. With Max Becker and Ellie Blackburn. Yes, that's right. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. On the line, we have Tucker Kalus, who's the Vic State Hockey Under-18s goalkeeper. He's got a great work ethic, and we're going to have a chat to him about that and what it's like uh, being in the Victoria State Hockey team. Tucker, good morning. How are you? Yeah, I'm great, Matthew. Yeah, pretty good. I want to have a chat to you about your work ethic, Tuck. I know you've got a great work ethic sometimes getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning to get to Melbourne and do a couple of hours of training and get back to school bus order at 9 o'clock. Yeah, so um, I've been doing Tuesday mornings recently, getting up early, go get some extra coaching with um, a few unreal coaches. And, uh, yeah, you don't really get these opportunities too often, so you've got to make the most of them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was talking to you a bit um, throughout the week in the last few weeks about Vic tryouts and what that's been like. Obviously, hockey's you've got to have great reaction time and things like that, um, especially as a goalkeeper. What's the biggest sort of components of goalkeeping for yourself? Um, it's definitely like that agility and, um, as we said, reaction time because it's all good and well to react to the ball, but if you can't get there in time, you're obviously not going to make that save. But also... Um, it's not all physical for keeping, it's very mental because you can count the amount of times you muck up because it goes on the scoreboard pretty much. So every time you make a mistake, you'll see it on the scoreboard. So it's really it's really mental to put the mistake behind you and get up and get around your, get around your teammates and um, yeah, get ready for the next save. Yeah, that's a, a great bit of advice there to get around your teammates in those moments and, and have a chat to us about sort of what, what does your training schedule look like and, and, you know, how often are you training at the moment? Um, at the moment, I'm training Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, um, and then I've got a game on Friday, game on Saturday, and then I'm going to the gym on Tuesday and Sunday. <laughs> that's a... A pretty full-on schedule. How are you finding to, to fit that in with, with training and school and, and other commitments? Yeah, so, uh, it's a bit of a squeeze at times, but uh, mum's on real. She is pretty much a taxi. She would uh, wrap up some tags after certain, go on to Melbourne and stuff. But, yeah, you just got to... It just doesn't give you as much time to do other things that your mates are doing. So you got a bit less time to catch up with your mates and that sort of thing. But, you know, you're doing what you love and pursuing a dream when you want to be the best. So, yeah. Tucker, that's a great word of advice there. Um, obviously, nationals and state championships, I believe it is, in Hobart in July. Um, what are you most looking forward to, I guess, about that opportunity and experience? Well, for me, I'm just looking to go there and enjoy my hockey and absolutely have fun playing. Because I'm only 15 in 18, so... 
I can't put too high expectations because I'm basically playing against men and I'm still a kid. So, um, yeah, definitely just go out there and have some fun. Learn some stuff from the guy too in the VIS. Um, yeah, just enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. Tucker, thanks so much for joining us on the Kids Edition this morning. It's been an absolute privilege and a pleasure to have you on. Thanks, Matthew. Tucker Kalu's fixed date hockey goalkeeper for under 18s. He's 15, as you mentioned, he's pretty much playing with men. It's a great achievement, and obviously, goalkeeper is one of the most difficult positions um, to make. And Tucker mentioned it's um, all about the mental side of the game. But we've got some massive games here on SEN and AFL Nation today. So, North Melbourne and GWS at Blundstone Arena in Hobart, live from 1 p.m. for a 3.20 p.m. match start. Brett Phillips, John Donahoe, and Mark McClure. Who have you got in that one? It's in Hobart, Ali. I'm going to go left the field. I'm going to go north for this one against the Giants. I, I just They've been sort of etching their way forward a little bit. They're playing some okay footy at times. And, yeah, I, I just think that they might get the job done today, Max. I'm going to go, go opposite. I'm going to go with the GWS Giants. I think they'll bounce back from a close um, defeat against yep. Richmond um, last week at home, and I think they'll get the job done in Hobart. Then we've got on AFL Nation the big game for tonight, Carlton and Essendon at the MCG live from 6.30 for a 7 p.m. start. And Matt Hill, Matthew Cox, the legend himself, Scotty Lucas um, from Essendon and Phoenix Management Group. Who have you got there? It's a huge game for both clubs in perspective of their season. Yeah, it, it is huge. Uh uh, look, to be honest, I think Essendon's going to win this one. Um, I think they're playing with a bit more confidence at the moment. They've got a bit more momentum on their side. Uh, I, I just think they'll... Um, I think it'll be a great contest, but I think they'll run over the top of Carlton in the end. Who have you got? Uh, I'm going to go with Essendon because I think they've been in great form and yep. um, they've displayed that over the last few weeks and especially in dream time uh, at the G. And then we've got tomorrow the big game, Melbourne and Collingwood at the MCG for a 3.20pm game. Jared Whiteley, Andy Martin, Kane Corns on SEN and across that AFL Nation and SEN network. Who have you got in that one? Oh, it's, it's going to be a really tough one. I'm torn. I'm sitting on the fence a little bit before it, but maybe Collingwood. I'll go Collingwood too. They've been in such great form. Yep. Thanks for joining us here on the Kids Edition today. It's been a great show. We've spoken to Tucker Gulos, the Vic State goal hockey keeper, local legends, and wrapped up the weekend of action. It's been a huge weekend in footy. King's birthday clash tomorrow between the D's and the Pies for Big Freeze Fight M&D. We'll see you next weekend.